0: Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to another episode of The Ro Show. Uh, I know we've been a bit quiet, uh, as usual, um, but it's been a bit hectic outside. Uh, we'll get into that, into the reason why uh, we've been a bit slow. But uh, today, we are going to do the final, the finalists and the awards. So last time, last episode, we gave the nominations for, um, for the, for the Ro Show Awards, for the 2019 Ro Show Awards and uh, we put them out we put them out on Instagram we put out a survey and yeah just a huge thanks to, to everyone who responded who, everyone who filled out uh, the forms and uh, and gave us the feedback because it was really really awesome we got so much so we went through all of that and we tallied all the results and now we have the winners for the coveted 2019 Ro Show Awards
1: yeah and um, it's, it's oh, welcome, gonna be, oh, welcome. it's to good to you. it's. It's good to be back on the air. Um, yeah, like Lauren said, we done things a bit differently this year. We decided to give you guys the power to choose who you think is the best. And uh, the feedback we got is awesome. Um, we got a lot of lot of votes, and you can we can definitely see there were some categories where there was a crew that stood out, and you can see that this was this is everyone loved um, that person or the, or that event. And there were other categories where it was actually quite close across the board. Um, a lot of crews obviously getting a lot of votes. But Josh, uh, should we kick it off with our, our no, first category?
0: Well, I was thinking we should just uh, explain why we didn't uh, put out an episode in the last few weeks. So yeah. we have been working hard and we do have some episodes in the bank. And we'll we'll tell you guys who's coming up next at the end of the show. But the main reason was that uh, Jake and I, we traveled uh, with, the, with the South African team to Tokyo. Uh, we went out to to Tokyo to see the Olympic uh, course see the Olympic village check out the city see the Olympic prep and just all in in preparation for next year's games
1: yeah no. so we we spent uh, a couple days over there it was uh, lots of fun Um, we actually got to row on the, the course itself so we we know what is to expect next year. It's um it's gonna be yeah. interesting.
0: The name kinda of gives it away. It's called Sea Forest Waterway. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it's I mean the the venue is really awesome. And I think yeah. that it's uh, it's really is done nicely and I think from a from a infrastructure point of view yeah, it's gonna be, going really, to be really, really cool. Level.
1: And I, I think also Japan in as a country it was it was a really cool place to go to. Um, super built up, I think it was very clean. Everyone was really friendly, so I think next year Japan is going to host an amazing Olympic Games, no doubt about that.
0: Yeah, so that's going to be really, really interesting. The, it was just windy, so uh, we'll have to see how that goes yeah. and what the wind does uh, during the games. But uh, I think we can uh, we can safely say it's going to be windy. Yeah, you it's know, going to be windy. But we always say also though that uh, the rowing, you know, Olympic Games is not chosen for its rowing course. Yeah, so, so we run all these amazing courses through the year and now we come into to the games and it's always it's always a little bit more dicey but no I think it's going to be awesome I cannot wait for the Tokyo yeah, it's Games an it's an, an outdoor sport sometimes cool. you have to run the wind there we go Jakey spot on so yeah so that's us and yeah we back we're back full training and training is obviously really hectic this season as we've got uh, the Olympics coming up we've got big selections in our team so yeah so just give us a uh, uh, well, a bit of slack, or we're just sorry if we, we take a little bit long to get some of the episodes out, but uh, remember, we don't get paid for this, and we just do it because we love rowing, and yeah. we love uh, talking to rowers, and, and and we want to hear more about our sports. So we're just doing that for, for fun at the moment, so yeah, just give us a bit of slack if we take a bit of time to get the episodes out, um, but otherwise, we've got some cool stuff coming up, but let's jump into these awards, Jakey. Yeah, so...
1: Let's start off with the male crew of the year. I think um, we had three nominations for this one. It was the the German eight, the irish Lighty men's double, and the Netherlands quad. And I think across all these boats, they all had really good seasons. I think uh, uh, they were all world champions. I mean, when we're talking about the male crew of the year, you're only going to be looking at the the real dominant crews. But the winner with quite, um, well, not the biggest margin, but quite convincingly, was the Dutch men's squad. They won with 45% of the votes. so nearly half of the people that voted voted for them. And I think it's uh, I'm not surprised. I think um, my choice was the Dutch men's squad. and I think they've also had a bit of a breakthrough season. They've been it's that boat's been in development for the last couple of years. Guys have been swapping around, new athletes are coming in, and it definitely looks like they found a winning combination for this year. The question, though, is do they have what it takes to uh, stay in this position going into the Olympic year? Because we've seen throughout the last couple of years, uh, there are massive quads from countries like Italy, Germany, Poland that can really fight for that position.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be very interesting next season. And I, I do think that they're probably in one of the better positions. I mean, out of all the crews we're going to speak about, yeah. they, they're probably in one of the better positions going into the games. They're rowing exceptionally well and they look bloody strong. So I think if they can keep that going, they should uh, come away with the, the result they want at the end of the day. But it's it's really tough out there and like, crews can come apart yeah. so quickly. Results can change so quickly. But when I
1: think about... If I think about all the events this year and I look at the crews doing well... No, I don't think there's a crew maybe besides the New Zealand lighty Women's Double that's taken uh, the, the event and made it so dominant. They won. Every race they, they won by was a convincing margin. Clear water with some change. So um, that's...
0: Who's uh, that? The Dutch?
1: That's the Dutchman's yeah. squad. So, I mean, they really, really put themselves out there. And then, like, next year with selection, I mean, Steph Bruniak doing so well in the men's single. Like, I mean, even if we make another change, the quad has still got to be really yeah. fast. Yeah.
0: And then just uh, for those of you keeping score, so that was the Dutch uh, caught on, on 45%. Runners-up were the German eights. Oh, no, actually the Irish uh, light Men's double, they were on 33%. And then the German eight coming in uh, third place. Yeah. So obviously people do not want to see them win again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think uh, people are getting bored, but I think it just shows how dominant they've been.
0: Yeah, okay. Moving on, female crew of the year. This was quite an interesting one as well because we had two New Zealand, three New Zealand nominations. Three, three yeah. New Zealand nominations and the Chinese women's quad. So we had New Zealand women's eight, Chinese women's quad, New Zealand women's pair, New Zealand women's lightweight double. Yeah. So, yeah, really, really wild. And uh, the winner is, need a drum roll there, Jakey, but it yeah. uh, might not work out so well on the table. Um, the winner is New Zealand women's pair 43% Yeah, they actually wrecked that one
1: yeah no, know they did and I think uh, they've had a flipping phenomenal season this year I think um, the the race at World Champs it was really it was a tough one and it's not like they had uh, they had an, an easy year because I mean there are a lot of pairs that are putting their hands up so they race at World Champs they really had to fight tooth and nail to win that race and I think the value that they're adding to the team is, is you can really see that obviously with the New Zealand Women's Aid but I'm really excited to see how they progress going going into next year because I mean they're already quite a quite a experienced crew. They've they've been rowing in the pair for a really long time and they clearly have got the the hold on the boat. The question though next year is can they hold off Canon and Australia?
0: Sure, I think it's gonna be really interesting. Um it's it's gonna be a big one. I think that race is gonna be amazing to watch. Yeah, no, it's, it's gonna really, be especially through the season. Like for me. Like the pair, like yes, the the scholars and the, the other events, some of them are closer and like more exciting, but like this is like stroke for stroke amongst a few crews, and it's mm. just brutal and it's really, really awesome. Should we just wait for that? There we go. Let's just remember it's like eight minutes in. Yeah. I'll just hit the table and then I'll, it'll, no, no, it'll spring up because then it'll come up on the, on the when I look at it. Okay, so moving on. Clash of the Titans. This was. Uh, Pretty obvious. It was landslide. A landslide yeah. victory for the men's skull A final.
1: At, at the World Championships this year. And, um, like, I mean, I said it last time. Honestly, I think this must be one of the, the best uh, men's single races of all time. That race at World Champs was amazing to watch from the beginning all the way to the end it was anyone's game and it's it's been a theme throughout the season of the men's single there are a lot of people that are putting their hands up it's been very competitive we've had different winners in the event this year we've had different winners in the event the year before and the year before that so i think leading up to the olympic cycle i don't think we've ever seen um a men's single field that's been so competitive and and crews changing around
0: also like what i wanted to say about the the men's single coming into next year is like If you look at the field, you have a lot of people on the up with a lot of momentum. Like If you look at that A-final, people are all doing quite well there. Mm. And I don't know. I mean, maybe one or two of them might drop off the pace this next season. But it's unlikely if you've got the momentum and you're going well. But I think more than likely is a few other people going to join the mix. Yeah, You know, you've got... um, Damian Martin, you've got, uh, you have got Robbie Manson, Robbie right as well. Manson, or and Rodriguez. You know, you got a lot of big names that are cruising around the back They're there yeah. somewhere. And New Zealand, you I know, mean, could be anyone at the moment. I see tons of people putting their hands up for the for the single skull, and I think it's going to be quite a battle at home. And
1: yeah, and also think um, the we there's Philip Pavakou from Bulgaria. I think he he obviously lost form throughout the season, but he medaled at Europeans and he medaled, I think, at the the second World Cup. So. There are a lot of names in there that can put their hands up. So, I mean, like, next year, I definitely think we've got to see a lot of names that were uh, at World Champs final. I mean, I, I mean, I look at the final, like, any of those guys can win
0: an Olympic medal. Well, it's close enough. For it's it, very
1: too. close. But you know what's crazy about this, though? Because of the progression in men's single... Next year, after all the races, the progression is going to be insane because it's so likely that you're going to line up against a really hot player super early in the regatta. Imagine three of those guys, use, let's say, like, you know, Oli Ziedler, Grisconis, and maybe Philip Havaku land up in a quarter together. Then it's going to be madness. I think what
0: happens, though, I think what it does is it doesn't let anybody, like, relax. Like, a lot of the time, the single scullers are playing games, especially the top ones, playing games a bit early on in in the racing just to, like, kind of ease their way through because yeah. now I feel like there's no chance you have to put out your best race again pre, and again yeah. so that you don't end up in a in a semi that's loaded like this or yeah. you know just to improve your chances you know because now everything is playing a huge role the lane the this the that it's, it's going to be really yeah, big that's gonna so, be huge yeah so just huge congrats to to everyone in that men's single A final at Linz and yeah. uh, you guys are the winners of clash of the titans
1: yeah and like Lawrence said that got 77% of the vote the runner up was um, well it was the women's pair and the women's uh, double B final qualification were both runners up um, with 7% each and then the the, the Dutch performance at Europeans <laughs> the Dutch quad performance at Europeans the men's double performance at Europeans came in uh, fifth and sixth there.
0: yeah I think people really wanted that yeah. uh, that skull to win that yeah for sure so the next one is the Breakthrough Crew of the Year and Jakey, who was the winner?
1: So the winner here, again, with 44% of the votes was Sferi Nielsen from Denmark. And I think, um, again, other, other crews in the, in the in this category have done really well, but Sferi, he's he's been racing for ages now. And... Um, He's always been, I mean, there's been a very steady progression throughout the years with him. And he's always been knocking on the door in that A-final, knocking on the door and steadily progressing. And boom, this year, he won the Second World Cup. He won the Third World Cup, Silver Medal World Championships. What a year uh, for Sferi. Mm -hmm. And he's really putting up his hand as uh, one of the favorites to win a gold medal next year.
0: Yeah, so I think we shouldn't speak uh, too much about Sperry because uh, he's one of the people that we've had a chat to. Yeah. We've got a recorded episode in the bank and we're going to be bringing that to you guys very soon. So stay tuned because it really is a different chat. You know, he doesn't have these huge results behind his name that we've that some of the other people we've interviewed have. So the, the conversation is a little bit different and just more about our current performance and and I don't know, it was just really, really awesome. Yeah, really no, it was great speaking to, speak to, to, to Yeah, Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's the breakthrough crew of the year. I think uh, we kind of, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, hey, on, on what that uh, that event is. Yeah, no, uh, what the breakthrough Yeah, and it's not, like, well, more what I was saying is, like, it's not necessarily someone that has to rock up from nowhere Yeah. and win It's Someone that's necessarily been on the scene, it's more their breakthrough on performance. Yeah. On, like, the first time that they're really actually uh, doing very well.
1: And I think also, if, I mean, for me personally, I think also the, the runner-up um, to um, to Sherry was the the Dutch squad with twenty seven percent, and then also the Polish men's four with twenty percent. I voted for the Polish men's four. Um, I think they're also a huge group to watch next year going forward.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think every event is a huge event to watch next year. Come yeah. Over Jake. No, it's Can't gonna, gonna wait, be I cannot wait. I cannot wait till racing season starts yeah. next year. It's gonna just be wild from the get go. I think you're not gonna start off. You know, this season we started off with a terrible World Cup one where no one arrived. So, um, I don't think we're going to have that again. Yeah. Um, okay, the next category is personality of the year. So, we had quite a few nominations for this. A few Instagram pages and uh, and and who else was there? The Eric Fat, Mo, scholar, the Fat, Fat scholar. Scholar, rowing blog. So, it was quite an interesting one. I, I saw some of the Instagram pages were quite upset that we didn't nominate yeah. them. But uh, you know you you you, you if you have to you have to own it eh you have to yeah. really be up here these are the infamous and coveted show awards you really have to be on your a game to, uh, to to be at get,
1: the top to be at the top but yeah I think um, we just wanted to nominate the people that have been we think have been representing rowing well on the on the social media stage um, keeping people informed keep, keeping people entertained and uh, I think we definitely need more of this. And I think Eric is—he's a huge, a huge person in the rowing scene, even though he's retired. And it's you know, it's, he's a really cool oak. I mean, yeah, it was very cool to see
0: him, him uh, see him win the personality. Yeah, 33 percent. Uh, he it was pretty close, but he he managed to pull off the win. And yeah, I think his his Instagram and his Twitter have been amazing. He's done some really cool stuff for rowing over the year. We, I mean, we spoke about it in the last episode, but the ergo stuff. Uh, the he did that uh, Treasure Island yeah and like so he's just uh, he's just a big name in rowing and he's really doing rowing a lot of good um, also, and that's a, yeah
1: now I was going to say it's, I'm going to go into the row show interview there oh, I was
0: going to say that uh, you must go and have a look on on Instagram because he just posted about his oh, brand his new brand dig. new deck <laughs> yeah good sense of humor yeah so, appropriate win for him yeah and, then, and that takes us straight in jakey
1: yeah it's a good segue into the best row interview of the season and eric murray again he he won that one and i think i mean that's pretty self-explanatory i think someone of his caliber i think that's our longest chat to date and i've it's definitely i think we almost got three hours there of just great conversation and i really enjoyed speaking to him and i think someone that's been as dominant as he has in the ring scene and it was it was really good yeah and
0: he had so much wisdom I mean it was really really cool it's definitely part two of Eric Murray for me is our best piece of of podcast that we've ever put out it's the one I've listened to the most yeah so um really really cool to see to see that to see him come there with, the, with the win there so thanks for voting for that one guys yeah uh, he was actually epic i might no. go listen to that one again no. even
1: yeah and it, i mean like even the even the other guys out there i think kim Brennan also for me is a standout standout interview she got the runner up with 32% of the vote um, so i mean these are huge names and it's it's clear it's clear to see that uh, you guys out there really enjoy it when we speak to some really huge names in the sport
0: yeah. So, and also, I mean, we had so many good episodes last season. I mean, twenty eighteen, I mean, twenty nineteen was just a great year for us. It was yeah. really, really cool. We interviewed amazing athletes. We did great improvements on the show. And yeah, so just a huge thanks to you guys for listening, for voting, for always helping uh, us when we have our questions and and all of that. So yeah, just thanks for for everything you guys do for the show.
1: Yeah. Listening in. And there we go. The last category and probably the biggest one that we have. So we wanted to try get the most valuable player, the most valuable rower, just to try and, and men and women try and really pick out someone that has really, you know, encapsulated performance. They've encapsulated professionalism. They've encapsulated a huge season, winning everything.
0: Yeah, it actually, it started off when we were we were watching the men's four race and uh, one of the heats uh, at World Champs, and Martin Cross asked. Uh, uh, one of the other commentators, if um, Greg uh, if yeah, I asked Greg Hill. Saw uh, Alex, Alex if Alex Hill was the the best if Alex Hill was the best uh, rower in the in the world right now, and then they had a little bit of a debate about it. So me and Jake thought we'd uh, put it out there and see what what you guys what think. What you guys thought. And actually, Alex Hill was not the, the best. Best rower.
1: And this was actually really close. This is probably our closest margin of victory here. Um, and the winners again are Kerry. Growler and Grace Pendergast from New Zealand and um, we I mean there's no there's no doubt why they won that I mean they're world champions in the women's pair and they're world champions the women's uh, women's eight and I think the most valuable part comes in that eight there I think their injection into the eight has really helped bring that crew to the the top of the world
0: yeah because not only have they regained their title in the women's pair but they've got uh, New Zealand's first um, win in the eight yeah. ever Ever. so I think that's really really awesome from them and I mean Jake you asked if they were if they were going to be able to hold it up against uh, Canada and Australia next season and I think it depends a little bit about what's going to happen uh, with the eight about what happens with the doubling up because this year uh, first, second and third in the women's pair were also doubling up in the eight and that was quite interesting to see and I wonder though if Canada and Australia will can the doubling up to see if they could go for the win in the pair, yeah. because I'm pretty sure the New Zealanders will do the double up in the pair and the eight. You know, yeah, it's, I think it makes sense to me to to keep those going. I mean, that's two Olympic medals you can get.
1: Yeah, and I think they they're really valuable assets to the that women's eight. I think they just they provide that, that that X factor that I think that it needs to really get out in front. And I think it must be a huge confidence boost having having them in the crew. Um, but also what's interesting about this category is uh, they they won the, uh, the vote with 35%, but the runner-up got 30% of the vote. So, there only were, were four votes short of Karen Grace, and that was Paul O'Donovan from Ireland. Um, and I think it's it's also, again, it's another, another huge huge member of the rowing community has really stepped up in this last olympic cycle are you sure it's poor
0: or is it Gary? no normally? this is
1: i've <laughs> double checked we had a bit of a mess up last time i 100
0: i'm sure now it's Paul. oh that's funny yeah that's really funny yeah um yeah so that brings us to to a wrap of the the row awards Um. we really hope you guys enjoyed it if you agreed with our things uh, i mean i know most of you voted so we can see whether how many of you agreed and how many of you didn't. But uh, yeah, I think that those are awesome, awesome results. And yeah. So thanks so much. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for our our next episodes. They're going to be really, really cool. Yeah, no, I'm sure you, I'm sure you guys will enjoy it. And then I think we'd just like to, to end off a note uh, to Pete Reed. Uh, he's a three times uh, gold medalist, an Olympic gold medalist from the British rowing team. We had him on the show a while back, he was in episode twenty, and that's definitely one of our best episodes. Yeah. And Peter's had a, a spinal stroke, which has left him paralyzed from the chest down. So we just want to give him a shout out to stay uh, to stay strong, and wish him all the best for the road ahead. Because I mean, that's really, really brutal, and I mean, it's it's so uncommon, and it must be really, really tough for him right now.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, pete's also always been a really outstanding member of the, the community, and I think. Um, uh, he's been a huge role model to a lot of people out there so I think uh, now that he's been he's 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 got this ahead of him no doubt he's gonna rise up to the challenge but we Lawrence and I definitely uh, have him in our thoughts and yeah I really we, we, we hope the road to recovery goes well cool tops That's guys
0: a wrap from us at the road show yeah thanks very much for tuning in yeah sweet guys
1: thanks enjoy the weekend
0: oh and go Boca yeah go Boca <laughs>